And we're on the ends and the P's today on Get A Better Broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Quite a few to get through, so let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Let's not avoid introducing myself, even though we're a bit short of time. A narrative voice. Yeah, this is the voice you use for the storyteller or author part of the story rather than a character voice. It's the person who's telling the story. Now, even though you may be in character, not as the narrator, but maybe as one of the characters in the book telling the story, what happen to them, then you've got to be careful not to be too much in character for the whole duration of the book. I mean, just imagine doing a really heavy accent for the whole of the book. That's going to be really difficult for you to keep up. Uh, So uh, you've got to be really careful with that. But also those kinds of books are pretty rare because usually there are extraneous bits of material, other lines which describe something which the narrator, which the first person couldn't possibly know. So be aware of that. And We looked at the different kinds of narration styles depending on who is telling the story, whether it be the author or whether it be one of the characters. Um, uh, earlier on in our series of episodes. A nasal sound is a speech sound heard in words with M and N and NG letters together. Many nice singers, for example, when the back of the tongue is raised against the roof of the mouth, uh, thereby closing off to sound the resonance chamber of the sinus cavities. So you're diverting the sound away from your nose and through your mouth. Eng, ng, n, m. <laughs> if anyone was walking past my studio door and heard this, um, this strange combination of sounds, they'd wonder what's going on. But say the words or the phrase, many nice singers, and you'll notice what's going on, particularly if you say it slowly. A natural delivery is one which in itself is not noticeable. Uh, You are just uh, conversational, throwing it away. It is low-key. It is uh, possibly without too much volume and projection, for example. So a natural delivery for me will be something a bit more like this. It's much lower, it's much contained, and it hasn't got a huge amount of inflection and intonation in it. But usually what you need to do is ramp it up a little bit because some of the personality, some of the characterization is lost between my mouth and your ears, particularly when it is heard through the radio, through a podcast, or through a voiceover. So usually you've got to ramp it up a little bit so it still sounds natural the other end. It's quite a gift. It's quite a skill to be able to do that. And your studio engineer or director or producer will be able to say whether or not you need to ramp it up a bit. Nodules or nodes are either, uh, well, they're, they're bilateral because the, they're plural, uh, S on the end, bilateral. So they're on both vocal cords. These are calluses that form on the folds due to voice misuse or overuse. Now, usually these are reversible with corrections in vocal technique warming up, warming down, being careful how you use your voice, not not too many shouts and screams, for example, not too many coughings. If you are coughing, then you cough in the right way. Uh, Various uh, grunts and so on. If you're doing some gaming, then you've got to be really careful how you use your voice and perhaps leave them to the end of the session. Look after your voice. Hydrate, mate, is one of the key messages, but also be careful on what you eat and what you drink and also your exertion at the gyms and so on. We had a whole series of episodes didn't we several months ago about looking after your voice your voice care health nsv 
Uh, yeah, these initials, N for nuts, S for sugar, V for Vernon, or I could have said N for non, S for scripted, and V for vocals. I mentioned grunts and shouts a few moments ago. Yeah, these are any kinds of vocals which don't actually contain scripted dialogue. For example, pain hits, exertions, breathing, and so on. That was a fun episode where I was talking about those uh, about, uh, I don't know, about uh, six months ago, I should imagine, Uh, the different kinds of vocals, how you fall, how uh, how you jump, and the different sounds that you get from those where you are doing something to yourself or with a thump or with a gunshot or a stab when something is happening to you and the different kinds of exertion sounds you make in those different circumstances. So go back and listen to that episode, perhaps, if you want more on that. This is Peter Stewart. Welcome to today's episode, Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. From N, let's skip to P, P2P, Pay to Play. These are online casting sites where you actually have to pay a fee to see what jobs are on offer and then to pitch to be the voiceover for that particular job. P to P, uh, the letter P, the digit two, and then the letter P again. Pay to play. Per hour. Yeah, this is the hourly rate based on the length of time you spend at the studio rather than per finished hour when the level of pay is based on the duration of the finished production. So as you can imagine, that's usually much less, especially in an audiobook production. You could be spending, say, oh, I don't know, four hours to record something, and then by the time you've edited it down, you've taken out the mistakes, it's been processed and so on, and been put into audiobook form, it's going to only be perhaps two hours because of the mistakes, the reruns and the corrections that you make. So obviously it's usually better to be paid per hour than per finished hour or per studio hour. Per project is something slightly different again. That's a flat rate for a script regardless of the time spent recording or producing it. It could look like 30 seconds. It may end up as 30 seconds, but you may be in the studio until you get it right. That may be an hour, that may be two hours or more but you're still paid that flat rate for that particular project and per session is something different again that's a flat rate for the time spent in the studio regardless of the number of projects recorded they're going to pay you per hour and they could give various different scripts to you in that hour rattle through them and see how many you can get done you don't get paid anymore you get paid a flat fee for that hour work per spot is something slightly different again that's charging a flat rate for each commercial spot regardless of the time spent recording it so you may be dashing off a 30 second script in little more than 30 seconds or it may take you time and time again to get it right and you'll be paid per spot if you're great at cold reading or sight reading you may be able to knock off I don't know, a dozen of those in an hour could be quite easy money for you. But if you're junior, if you're only just starting to get going, it may take you lots of takes to get something right. And uh, PFH, again, we've mentioned it a few moments ago, per finished hour, per finished hour. Sometimes uh, that is put down to PFH. 
H. Okay, we've got some N's and some P's for you today. We've got some more P's for you tomorrow. Two P's, no pod in sight, but there is another P. That's me, Peter from London. I'm Peter Stewart, back tomorrow with more. <laughs>